2: Hello and welcome to Seagull Social season 2 episode 28. Of course we are the boys Maz, Jack and Ben. And of course we got we got first of all just um explain that obviously Brian is his birthday today so he's taking a well earned break from the pod so we wish him a big happy birthday don't we, boys.
3: Yeah we do. Happy birthday matey. We'll have that yeah, in the comments birthday, actually. We, we normally we normally say that at the end but yeah but get happy birthdays in the comments.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah get yeah get the happy birthdays in for for big Brian. Was it his 21st today?
3: Yeah, man. The big two.
4: 12, were, five uh, I thought it
3: makes 12. it makes me feel super old
2: at 30. So uh, yeah, yeah, I don't,
4: don't want right. to know what year he was born in. No. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. He can
3: work it out. But I let, my, my, actually I start. can't my head's absolutely frazzled from the weekend yeah let, let's I'm not, do. On yeah, a, well, not well, what a do we get up to this today? weekend
2: but obviously Jack Jack you were obviously at the game um, and of yeah, course you are going to be our, our resident expert this week uh, yeah. to, to talk us all things through the game I uh, think he's and, the uh, expert what, what,
4: most weeks though isn't
3: he really <laughs> yeah
4: I'm <yeah. laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <and>, uh, <laughs> the pub quiz winner the uh, oh yeah the, the captain of yeah, Congrats. basically. I think there are only like three questions I got wrong. I felt a bit and embarrassed, the... to be honest. Yeah,
3: go on, Jack. Tell him about the uh, the Connolly one because yeah, well, yeah, no, right, you got the Connolly question
4: where I well, nah, I read the question wrong. It said oh, did uh, Premier League in his first Premier League season, but I thought uh, it meant Aaron Connolly's first season. How many goals did he score? And the answer is zero. But that includes League Cup, and the question didn't include the League Cup. Uh, so you know. And then I thought David Stockdale only saved two penalties in the uh, promotion season. He saved three. I forgot the Brentford Did one.
3: He? Yeah. What's the? Th- oh right. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
4: Th- I think I was at university when uh, when I didn't go to that game. So
3: right. I, yeah. well, I hope they hopefully they do that pub quiz soon because I actually want to do that or another one soon. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd love to go to that. Big what, what, up, big
4: up, that... Caxton Arms. It's a great quiz. And the yeah games, no, no. Sh- the shout questions. out
2: shout out to Brett, uh, Brett Mendoza. So. Um, yeah, yeah. sick that. I love that. Um, and also, Jack, you're making up for it now, mate. Watching all these football matches, mate. You're about yeah, three I know. games a week, aren't you?
4: Well, yeah, to be, to be fair, I've had a slow week this week. I only had... <laughs> I've only, it's only, only Monday, mate. To, <laughs> yeah, I only went to three games last week. Um, yeah. Went, yeah, I only went to three games, but this week I should be doing uh, four games. I know, it's another three-game week, but uh, yeah. Only, only man, the London Brighton line was closed, so I couldn't do any London club. Yeah, oh, look at that. Don't do worry, you, I've got... British Airways FC this week, biggest club British. in Europe. that is. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is that? Against well, Airbus is that an UK club. They they <laughs> play at the end of the runway at Heathrow, uh, in like a little ground. <laughs> what cruel. the fuck? Big yeah. Jet TV <laughs> just
3: like filming the whole match on.
4: your <laughs> yeah, ten, yeah like. exactly. <laughs> He's right next to actually where he films Big Jet TV. Is it crazy? Yeah, that's, that's they incredible. They played uh, they played cruelly down Gatwick as well in the Vars this season, which I thought was quite a good derby. <laughs> down you know? Gatwick. Gatwick. Yeah, Gatwick away. South, <laughs> Term- South Terminal. <laughs> <Gatwick> <laughs> away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um,
2: but, um, no, ma- Amazing. Um, and uh, as you can probably tell, guys, um, we're trying to distract as much as we can for, away from talking about the game <laughs> yeah. uh, because yeah, of how good. bad the performance was. But I suppose let's get into it without further ado. Jack, kick us off, mate. Uh, mm-hmm. You're were there, you were at the game, so you're probably best placed to give us a proper, proper review. Yeah, of the
4: game. I don't know. It's a disappointing result. I don't want to dwell on it too much, but I think, you know, coming You're have after to the, for like forty-five well, yeah, I know Jack. exactly. <laughs> and uh, but especially coming after the Burnley result, um, mm. it was it was poor. Um, like you know, I thought we could bounce back with a win. I know we played better against more expansive teams, which I think Villa are than Burnley, and that's no disrespect to Burnley. Mm. I thought Burnley were fantastic, but you know the way Villa play, it's more passing and stuff like that. But yeah, we were just incredibly poor. Like you know, the, a lot of the players really didn't seem in it. And I think the most disappointing thing was the heads just seemed to drop as soon as the first goal went in. And I think that, that, for me, was the big disappointment. Like, you know, you expect to see a bit of, like... And it's not even you expect to see a bit of fight. It just seemed like there was a lack of motivation to get back into it. Yeah. Um. And it really dropped. I mean, it was a great finish, that first goal, to be fair. Like, yeah. But... You know, good call. It, Even the clearance from Alexis
3: McAllister, you think like that's a great header out that like we should deal with that. And then he's yeah. just so free on the edge of the box. No one should be marking him because he's yeah. literally just come back from the right wing back position. But yeah, for yeah. a right back, such a good finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. a good people yeah. no, really that. Sure. So it's yeah. very and,
4: disappointing.
3: And obviously yeah. what he, on his shirt, uh, had the Ukraine thing. Can you imagine if he actually got sent off? Like if he got a second yellow? Yeah, I know. got well,
2: the yellow card for having... Like, I think just... Even if you go like that, is that still a yellow? Yeah. Even
4: if you've yeah. got something underneath, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it to be fair, yeah. uh, I did one in book because those are the rules. I'm afraid. <laughs> <Those are laughs> yeah.
3: But honestly, can know. you imagine the uproar if he did get but, eventually? Yeah, set no. Off, and
2: I, I, I do think there should yeah. be. Jack's thinking. like World War Three or rules. I don't, oh, I don't
3: know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, no,
4: and I do, I do 100% agree with it. But and there was some strange reaction from the corner of the north. Some people seemed very angry at him for revealing a message on his shirt because
3: people didn't know what it said, didn't they? Yeah, probably. of people like doing that, and they don't. I yeah, was, com- but
4: to you know, know Ukraine, um, but yeah, that was that was good to be fair. It's good to see. Like, I wore a yellow shirt, or my yellow Brighton shirt, but did uh, you? In for Ukrainian solidarity, but apparently that shirt is cursed, so um, I probably shouldn't yeah, that, wear that. You know,
3: there was a rumor going around that we were going to wear the yellow top with the blue shorts, yeah, yeah. like before the that match, obviously, cursed, it's all bullshit, like, yeah,
4: yeah. Never that would have been a nice so. gesture, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, we
3: probably would have lost anyway, so it would have yeah, mattered. Yeah,
4: exactly. Um, but yeah, no, we lost in blue and white, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah. Um, anyway, there's a bit of yellow on the shirt, so you know, um, yeah, on yeah. the blue and white shirt.
3: But he, he was though. class, I oh, so not he? Even before yeah, this, even before yeah. his goal, uh, there was that motor chance where he won the ball back off Ramsey, like, and then he like, I think his shot deflected off Mings and kind of looped over. Yeah. Like, if, if he wasn't there, no, Neil Mope would have had a free shot on goal in, like the six-yard box, but yeah, exactly, he managed to clear so. it quite well. So yeah, he had a very, very good game. Yeah, I don't. don't
4: There's that, not too much to like. I I think it's a combination of we were very poor, but I don't think you can take away from Villa how good they were at times. Mm. Mm. But I thought they played very well and they managed the game very well, which is a, I think something and that we maybe lack. Do
2: Do you think that's down to um to Stevie G? Do you think because obviously since he's come in, he's been getting a lot of praise about how you know he, he's t- or do you think we were just that poor?
4: No, I. To be honest, like uh, I and I, I'm not I'm not meaning to bring heat here, uh, but I probably will on myself. But I I don't rate Stevie G that highly as a manager. I think, um, you know, the Rangers winning the league was very impressive, but I think they've got a brilliant squad. Like, and that's what, not that's not it? to say they spent more money. <laughs> like, you know, you look at Coutinho, you look at some of the players on the pitch with them. They're fantastic players, yeah. Ollie Watkins as well. Yeah. but I don't know. I I thought. They, they managed the game well, which I think is probably down to Steven Gerrard, to be fair. Um, and I think that's what we lack. Like, and that's not to say they, they were bad. Like, you know, there's just a the little things, you know, wasting a little bit of time here and there, winning those fouls, which sometimes I think we lack. We lack a little bit of that gamesmanship, a little bit mm. of...
2: Uh, we're too nice sometimes, net, aren't we?
4: Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think that, you know, they dominated us across the midfield. And I felt like the midfield was very weak for it. For what has been probably one of our stronger areas, but mm-hmm. and I think that's down to probably our most crucial player in midfield not yeah. really performing on Saturday.
3: Yeah, that's t- why well, he hasn't t- been performing. Like, that was the first. I think it was the Man United podcast. It's the first time we kind of said that he's been off it the first few ga- past yeah. few games, yeah. and then it's now been three games since that, pretty much, and he yeah. still yeah. hasn't really picked up. What? And obviously, what? fans what? Are even getting more on his back for not, not clapping again and shit like that. So yeah, and
2: I, I want to talk about deal. the clapping thing because listen, look, let's be real right when a player doesn't clap i get it you know as a fan you paid yeah. you you've made you made the effort to get there um and you know, mm. only want a bit of you know a bit of um respect shown back from the players i get yeah. that but at the same time at the same time is yeah. it really that deep that he's not clapping no. every game like i just feel like we're making a big big deal out of it and i just keep seeing tweets like oh i assume he's not done it again it's like why like Seriously, like it's more important things. Like focus on his performances. Focus on his, you know, yeah. um, his attitude on the pitch. I, I'd much prefer him to, you know, to find out why, why he's underperforming on the pitch rather than him not clapping the fans. Like I get it. it, it it's not. It's not a great look. But I just yeah. feel like there's more important.
3: It's things not hard to for him to clap. Yeah, it's not hard. But yeah, it's just yeah. a bit of like a yeah. scapegoat type thing, I guess. But I just,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. I feel like I feel like people are just trying to think of like, right, he's back, he's playing shit, so let's try and let's try and think of something where we can sort of like. Pascal, you know, we can't, blame Pascal,
3: we can't yeah. blame Pascal Gross. We can't blame Pascal Gross for pitch shit, So we have to. Yeah, yeah, blame so we have got to consumer. do something. And consumer.
2: like oh, let, let's get on yeah. his like him not clapping off the pitch. Like, come on, guys, let's yeah. let's let's focus on the real issues here rather than the the non clapping. But I get the frustrations I, at the same time.
4: I think it's disappointing in away games. Um, like United, yeah. yeah. I think I think that like at home games, I don't think it matters too much. I just think it it's a little bit noticeable, shall we say, that uh, that play some players are just walking straight off. But it's I, I think at away games when you've made a big effort to travel there, especially like United on a Tuesday night yeah. at eight fifteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's disappointing. Yeah, but at that. the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And I think just performance on the pitch just has been poor. Um, and I think everybody's frustrated like the players they're not going to be happy because I know one of my mates got a picture with Moda after the game um, and you know he didn't seem particularly happy which I'm sure is like you know what most players expected, feel like yeah. um, mm. and so I think everybody's just a bit disappointed and I think maybe it's boiling over a bit too much uh, when people have had a few drinks uh, not not including myself in that yeah um, there was an
3: extra half an hour before the game to have more hearts yeah, uh, that's probably where it happened yeah.
4: Um, But yeah, I think it's just, I don't know, I think with the performances it's been a little bit disappointing. But to be honest, like, you know, yeah.
2: It's just a question to both of you, and Ben, we'll start with you. Why do you think it, like, so obviously we know that it could either be, um, you know, contract talks or transfer talks um just uh you know his head turned maybe lack of motivation mm. what do you guys think the the reason we we'll start with you ben why do you think basuma has maybe dipped off since the spurs because for me spurs he was and i was at that game yeah. for me he was like clear of any player that pitch by, yeah, yeah. Outra- like he was outrageously good and then obviously since then he yeah his form has dipped as it's, it's clear for everyone mm. to see why do you think that is ben
3: um uh, can you yeah, put a it finger come around? down to motivation yeah if you're looking at if you're looking at the timeline, you say, "Yeah, we that was an FA Cup game. We got knocked out of the FA Cup, where Besuma might have thought, I oh, we'd like to have a little cup run here.' And then we kept back into the Premier League, and after a few decent, a uh, few bad results, and we're kind of falling down the table. A bit the European dreams over, pretty much. So maybe Besuma, maybe mid, maybe finishing top half of the table is not a big enough motivation for Besuma. Whereas some other players, and obviously for the fans, you think that that is the aim now. But maybe that's not a big enough motivation for him to perform out uh, of skin every week anymore, so could yeah. be down to it, maybe.
4: Okay, interesting. Jack? Any, yeah, any different I'm, views? I don't know, I think it's a combination of both, I think. I think, because uh, a player who I've noticed has been poor in the last two games, I think, I think it could be slightly down to formation. Is Cucarello, I don't think, performed as well in the last couple of games. they mm. he left centre back again, didn't he? Fuck so. Yeah, yeah. do I think... it worked yeah. once
3: against Chelsea, that was it.
4: <laughs> yeah, and I think maybe, I think it's a part of maybe he dipped a form, but I think also the high standards we hold those two players in particular too. Like, before these last couple of weeks, I would have given Cucarella like, nine out of ten every single game. Yeah. Same with Basuma. Like, you're looking at eight out of ten every single game. And I think maybe, maybe burnout towards the end of the season Maybe it. it. Um, I think it doesn't help with Basuma that there's so much speculation about his future at the club. But I think, I think as well, we've not, I think since January, there just seems to have been a drop amongst the club. For whatever reason, um, I don't know. I think losing Dan Burn as much as uh, some people uh, slated me on Twitter for saying, I think that's the main reason for our problems. Yeah, But, um, you know, I, I do think losing Dan Burn, the Ashworth news, furthermore with the academy
3: chief... Oh, yeah, meeting. that's the thing we need to talk about as well. Like, yeah,
4: um, it, it all seems to have been a little bit like, you know, we've got to this amazing point in January... Um, we've got rid of so much, which was making us good. Um, and I think I think there's been a little bit of a drop. But then, you know, Watford was after January. And after the Watford yeah. game, I, f- I paper, thought we were right going to win everything. You know, Europe's on, <laughs> we're going to win the, the World league's Cup. The league's on. Uh, League, <laughs> you League know, yeah, Tom, be, yeah, even Brighton are going to win the World Cup. So yeah, I yeah. thought everything was going to happen that that day. Yeah. But I don't know. There's, there's been, in the last few weeks, I think... And also, it, it, it mirrors last season I've, a dodgy decision against United has made the whole squad drop. Yeah. Like, you know, after we received that penalty after... I mean, that wasn't a dodgy decision. It was a clear handball. It was just after the final whistle, which I think, you know, rattled me to my core. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> you know, and it just seems... Because we played so well. As much as Basuma has dropped off at the United game, first half, we, you know, we, me and my yeah. mates who Oh went, we, Yeah, we dominated it. We came away from the... Yeah. Yeah, we came away from the game going... Do you know what? I don't think we can have a go at any player because we played so well in that first yeah. half. We should have probably been ahead if it wasn't for a worldy save by David de Gea, and de Gea, yeah. probably could have got a point out of it if you know if the bar wasn't there. Or, you know if if Jakub <laughs> shot was like an inch lower.
0: Mm. So
4: I don't know. It's a strange thing. It, it sometimes feels like these refereeing decisions that we've we've had against us, and that's not it happens to every team, but it's maybe picking us back, picking ourselves back up from it, um,
0: and then that it's went not, into the Burnley to be game, fair,
4: and then
3: yeah but like we, i think we were better against villa than we were against burnley yeah so if that, that if there was a slight improvement yeah, okay, there yeah. and then obviously we just didn't take our chances like we haven't spoken about it no. but shortly after their goal alexis mcallister hits the bar and you think so yeah. close to le- equalizing there and it was a decent yeah. like a decent ball from dunk to Solly march and then obviously the ball in but yeah you think yeah. that if Alexis takes that then they get his game on again and it's still so much left to play in yeah. the match but again it's just kind of cha- big chances think... of letting us down again it's just
4: Hmm. Yeah, I think I don't think it's, It, it just sometimes it, it just felt on Saturday like the, the the motivation had dropped. And I think as much as everybody's been begging for a three o'clock Saturday kickoff, I, I don't feel like the atmosphere is that great at a Saturday. Well, three thirty kickoff because um, it was delayed by half an hour. But I, <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of said
3: it tongue in cheek. I was like another another three p.m. kickoff. I was like, yeah, atmosphere will be great, but yeah, but it, bit, bit bit I don't know. Joy, there's really. something
4: a bit <laughs> odd about the three o'clock. The atmosphere is a bit odd at three o'clock kickoffs, I've noticed in these last two. Whether that's the standard of opponent, maybe because we're playing another team in Claret and Blue, which we don't seem to like, um, other than West Ham. Um, I'm yeah. not sure we'd probably give Scunthorpe a good game. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a strange one. Um, I don't know, really. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's
4: mm, hard to yeah. answer that. No, it, but I think there is your yeah, question no, was about
3: consumer, no, So yeah, what's,
4: what's it? <laughs>
2: Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah I started went talking went about the like tangent, Jack. For. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you went from Asuma to Skunko,
1: I don't know yeah.
2: man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that sounds like the, yeah. uh, what's it called,
3: Labyrinth song.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: was it, yeah. Um, is that Labyrinth? Yeah, it was, it was. Tiny Temple, Yeah, it? yeah. Oh, t- Tiny Temple, yeah, Oh,
2: yeah. Tiny Temple, oh, no, you're right, yeah, yeah Tiny Temple, I got it, yeah. I fucked it. All right. Anyway, anyway move it
3: on? Labyrinth was featuring on that, yeah. Anyway, moving yeah. on. Presumably to Scum to Labyrinth and Tiny Temper. That's what brought Jack Booty to the podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah. we, we, we've yeah. massively gone off on a tangent here. Just going back to the, to the game itself. Um, I, am I right in saying, I'm not too sure, I could be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure the only shot on target was Neil Mopé and that was right towards the end. There was a bit of a P-roller. Um, any, any confirmations on that, lads?
4: Um, I don't remember because uh, I think I was in the toilet when that happened. So uh, because <laughs> you missed I missed your only chance on target. Yeah, I went to the toilet um, on about the seventieth. No, later than that. I can't remember when it was. And um, and then someone said, "Oh, Moorepage just had a really good chance." So I think that was our only shot on target. Yeah, because I can't remember right. any other shots on target. It was so, not um, a good shot. Is that good so chance, d- but not d- a good d- strike?
2: Just on that then. So what, like? Is that a big problem going forward or do you think that's just an isolated instance in terms of chance creation and you know like having one shot on target let me I'm going to double check that but let's just say we had one shot on target the whole game that is that not worrying like you know as as, as in order to score goals <laughs> to have one shot on target which was a pretty tame effort from my memory um, mm-hmm. isn't that worrying going forward or, well, or the, the difference we, you know, is we used to have we talked about this all so last
3: chances, didn't we yeah but that mm. we now, yeah. we're now but so we created loads of chances and we didn't vary them. But now we haven't, we aren't really making loads of chances unless so we aren't taking them. So like even Welbeck in the second half mm-hmm. when he had that like, free header, just put it wide. And a similar kind of header against Man United yeah, where he put it that wide. Was, that was we was, have got we've yeah, had we've yeah. had a few big chances, but we haven't been creating those like we used to. Is that because Pascal Gross isn't on the pitch? Well, or was he on the pitch? I, I can't remember. I think
4: we're creating <laughs> enough chances. <laughs> I think we're creating enough chances. I don't know. Just. Just sometimes, I don't know, it, it, these last two games have been strange. We really haven't looked ourselves, um, not to bring a Burnley game into it, but you know we haven't looked ourselves in the way that I think we play best, where we create chances wide, but from the two full-backs. And I think with hmm. the formation that has been playing in the last few games, we've either uh, two at the back, like uh, not two at the back, two centre-backs like against Burnley, yeah. or Cucurella as the left centre-back against Villa... We haven't been able to use their pace and attacking talent to build the chances. So I, th- I think that's where possibly, you know, it's gone wrong for us. But there have been games earlier in the season where we've played a four at the back and we've been fine. And yeah. I don't, I don't I couldn't really put my finger on what was quite wrong on Saturday, but it was wrong.
3: <laughs> the thing is, if, it, if, it, if this carries on, hmm. the people are going to start saying, Oh, Potter's been found out finally bit like people were saying when Mm. Sheffield United got found out in their second season obviously Leeds have been struggling with their kind of the way they've been playing I hope I just really hope it doesn't turn into that are you worried is that a stupid thing to worry about Jack or are
4: you worried about that Um, I don't think it's stupid I think Potter's still clearly like the best manager for the job I don't think he's getting found out Um, you know you know all the best managers even lose games like Pep lost to Man City at the weekend, uh, lost to Tottenham. To Spurs, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to Spurs. You know, and he's meant to be the best manager in the world. Klopp still loses games, but I do think there is maybe, I think definitely on Saturday we lacked a plan B. Um, nothing really changed the game. It didn't feel like we changed anything up. Um, I don't know whether that's options on the bench. I do feel we've been left a little short after January. Um, Potter likes yeah. a small squad though, and and he's he's made he's made clear that. But it was just a shame to not. You know, he only used one substitute which was to bring on Welbeck mm-hmm. if nobody is injured in terms of our attacking options except maybe Mwepu if you count that it's a shame not to see any attacking options come on and change the game because if that's all we've got mm, yeah. how do we utilise it to change a game up um, but you know he said on, on record that he, he likes a small squad I actually read a article in The Athletic this morning where it said that, you know, the way that he's been making transfers, he's been trying to get rid of players which which other managers sign and bring in his own players. Because we're now down to only five Chris Hewton-signed players. Um, yeah. Which I can't remember them off the top of my head before anybody asks. Um, <laughs> which I should do, really. But, um, if we but thought yeah, about so, it, I'm sure we could name him. Yeah, I'm sure if we thought about it. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's interesting that he's gone with the smaller squad for the second half of the season because... I do feel in even in an area which we thought was so strong, which was the centre back area, we've been left a little bit, little yeah. bit short after January.
3: Even um, the this like Newcastle page tweeted, didn't they? I think I don't know if mm. it was today or yesterday. They were saying like obviously since Dan Bones come in, I think they've conceded one, um, and they've obviously won their, their four games on the trot. And yeah. since Dan Bones left for us, we've like lost well, we lost three yeah. games out of the four we we've played, I think, mm. and we conceded X amount. It's just. There's think, a big difference. The, the, with the fact that we didn't replace him, we spoke about it a couple episodes ago, the fact we did not yeah. bring someone in or recall someone for that matter thing is, when dad bird left, th- it was just its a weird decision.
2: I think I think it's a tough one. Like, look, I, I definitely agree that we should have recalled, let's say, a Van Heck or an Ostergaard or, uh, you know, all these, you know, great sort of uh, people Players that are playing in the championship level or, or abroad. However, hindsight's a beautiful thing. I think, <laughs> like you know, we, we all. Yeah. I think we all sat here and thought, you know, oh, actually. With, this, with the players we've got, you know, we've got Duffy, we've got Roberts, we've got, uh, even, what's his name, Tusingui in, in, the, in the under-23s? I can't pronounce it Oh, yeah. but um, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but like, like, we've got, you know, we've got, we've got like, a, a young core group at the club that we thought we could rely on. And, and I, I suppose, like, as fans, generally, I think we all sort of agreed that, you know, losing Burn was a big, big loss. I think we all mm. acknowledge that. However... I felt like, as a fan base, we thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite, quite literally. And uh, I thought, as a fan base, we we, we were all quite con- not content. Maybe it's not the right word, yeah. but I think we could. We thought we could survive to the end of the season and then get our lone players in and sort of go from there, like a Matt, you know, Matt Clark, all these lone players. So I don't know. I think hindsight's a beautiful thing, uh, yeah. and I just feel like we have definitely been. I feel like now we have been exposed a little bit at the back with you know Dunk being suspended for for that game. Um, you know, like when suspensions and, and other injuries come in, yeah, we're fucked, <laughs> to be real. But I suppose at the time we thought, actually, we didn't really anticipate these injuries or these suspensions. I Is that lack of preparation, sort of it, like though? Like, surely.
3: Was. I guess you could say, yeah, yeah, it was like you wouldn't have expected Duffy to fall out of form that badly, Dunk to be suspended, and Webster to be injured mm. all at the same time. Yeah. That's exactly. hard to expect, but. Yeah, I guess you yeah. I yeah, guess, no, you're right though. You're right, though, you you you're right
2: though, Ben. Like you should have a contingency plan for if those things happen. Like you yeah. should be as a manager thinking if shit worst really case. Really hits
3: the fan like it did do. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. You're yeah. Like I think, I think I think any club should think right. What's the worst case scenario here? Like, are we going to have three players out at one time, four players out at one time, and how do we deal with it? And I suppose I just feel like I, I saw a lot of people as well when um, you know when we said about on the Burnley game when we said why didn't Roberts get a chance? I saw a lot of people yeah. online like, oh, you know, we don't think Roberts is ready. Uh, blah blah blah. But it's like okay, if he's not ready, why is he in the squad? And why is he not been... Yeah. And why have we not loaned him out or, or, and to give him experience and then bring someone back that is ready? You know, like, there's just a lot of questions which I don't really have the answers to, but I don't yeah, know you guys. I, yeah.
4: I agree with that 100%. Squad. Like, when Burn was sold, I did look at the squad that we've got. I think, you know, we had four at the time fit centre-backs. I think it's a, it's a little bit worrying with, with, with Adam Webster's injury because he's had these injuries yeah. before and I... You know, I don't want him to become an injury prone player, but it seems like it is slightly going that way. And then I think the other frustrating thing is, you know, we, Dan Burn left, we have Turns and Roberts, who are fantastic young players. But if they're going to be a mainstay part of the squad, it, it'd be interesting to see if they do get chances. Because at the moment, it looks like mm. they're not getting chances um, mm. to play. And, you know, we're even playing Cucurella at centre back, which, you know, I, I'm sure he's fine at centre back, but to. he's five for eight. And yeah. And mm. I, th- I, th- I think he can do it fine now. You know he's a great jumper as well. Like he's got a lot of, he's got a big leap on him. But you know, it's, yeah, he beat he beat so Dan ha- Byrne for
3: a header, didn't he? Like I think just before yeah. just before he left, I remember I can't remember he like cleared it off the Yeah, and, but
4: it's just it's just a massive shame to like lose the attacking talent, which uh, which which you know um, he brings to the party, Kuka mm. Kuka. So that is a shame. But yeah. I don't know. I think yeah, I think you're right. If he doesn't trust turns and Roberts, I, I do question the decision to maybe sell Dan Byrne or not replace him. Because I think yeah. selling Dan Byrne isn't so much the problem because, you know, we were never really going to get 13 million pounds for him, ever. Exactly. Um mm. with only 18 months on the contract. And then um Yeah, so so that'll be interesting. But you know, just to just to, for a little bit of depth or maybe recall someone. I think the, but then it came out of nowhere the transfer. Really, it wasn't rumored until the last so. couple of days. Yeah. So there wasn't yeah. time to look. That wasn't time to look at like because I think we agreed a deal with Blackburn to keep Van Hurt for the rest of the season, and we we sent out Ostergaard almost days after he came back from Stoke. Ostergaard's so a weird one. C-
3: it's, it would have been tough to turn down, like especially yeah. with the personal reasons for Dan Byrne, but also like yeah, like the the value that the bright yeah. would get. Mm. Um, But sorry, going back to the match quickly and also another centre back we haven't Mm. mentioned, Joel Veltman, in the first half he made like a really decent block against Ramsey, but then for their second goal, Tyrone Mings, of all bloody people that we all hate, manages to put a decent ball over the top and he he just misjudges the bounce and then Ollie Watkins is through and scores like, it's just another kind of defensive error that leads to a goal, it's just so frustrating to watch but... um, I don't... It's strange yeah, it's as well. Sorry,
2: no, sorry. Uh, j- just quickly. It's, it's strange as well that it's Veltman because, like we've always said on this podcast, he's missed the consistency. Like, he's always yeah. that safe, you know, that safe option. You know you, what you're going to get. You're going to get a 7 out of 10 every game with him. But I just feel like there's been a couple of games now, especially like this incident, and then I believe there was another game, my, my mind, my mind's failed me, uh, where he made another mistake or just all had a poor game. And it's, like, mm. it's very unlike him because he's been such a sort of sound and safe
3: bet seven out of 10 pretty much most, so, most games
2: <laughs> yeah yeah he's like you know he's missed the consistency to a to a uh, average level i suppose is a nice way of putting it um but yeah it, you know it's, it's 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 um interesting to see as to why again like these individual errors like why is it happening to, to yeah. these players that we usually rely on it's it's a strange one
4: i think it's it also goes back to what I said about holding the players—so cert, not certain players to high standards, but watching them play at high standards. And it seems that all the players which were incredibly high standards all seem to have dropped around the same time. You know, mm. you've got Kukurella dropping, Basuma dropping, and Veltman dropping in form just at the wrong time. It's a mm. bad run of form when, in reality, we've had a great season. That's right? the thing. I don't yeah. Think yeah, Anybody can. We set that. the bar so and high,
3: to, and it's kind of like... To yeah, yeah. And I think level a little bit, I guess.
4: To, to almost come on here and start moaning does slightly <laughs> feel disingenuous to me sometimes because, you know, we have mm. been so amazing. Yeah. But this this latest three losses in a row is a little bit concerning because I'm used to us losing because, you know, we, we're not in the top six of this league and probably, you know, that that's what you expect. But to lose in the manner that we've lost is a little bit more worrying. We, we usually, you know, yeah. if it was Man City, we're losing 3 0 to you think of the losses we had earlier in the season like you know the Man City loss for example or the Aston Villa loss we were still keeping the high standards what's disappointing me is from yeah. early doors in these last few games it's been low standards from the start I think yeah
2: I, th- I think you're bang on, Jack. I, th- I think that's exactly what's annoyed me the past couple of games. It's the like, for example, Man United. First half, brilliant. Like I was like, okay, fair play. We we were mm. shit in the second half and, and we lost. Fair play. I, I can I can take that. It's then and then uh, obviously we beat Watford and then uh, Spurs. We played well, well, well. Uh, no, we didn't tell a lie. We were sort of half and half. But then like,
3: <laughs> so then going on to well. these last,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> played well. And then these last two games, Burnley and Villa. I just feel like we've shown no fight and that's what's disappointed me most as a fan is the fact that we've not really shown... Yeah. Like, if we walked away from that game going, oh, oh, it was a really hard fought, like, one-nil loss, they just beat us, just pipped us by that extra yeah. bit of quality, fair enough, you know, That's we can accept mm. that as fans. However, it's the, it's the manner of which we're, we, we've lost these games, which is frustrating. But yeah. there's no... Like, I, I'm not one of those fans who are like, oh, what a fucking shit season, this is crap, like, what the hell's yeah. happened? Yeah. Like, we... we we have dips and you know, you have peaks and troughs, you, you, you know, you, mm-hmm. this is the the life of, of being a football fan. We're going to have our highs. We're going to have our lows. And unfortunately we're just going through a, a low at the moment where we're just not performing to like, like we just said to our usual high standards. And, and yeah, I think that's what brings us beautifully into the next segue, which we spoke about off air, didn't we boys about um, how a certain pocket of fans um, have, 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 you know, said that, Oh, have we regressed or have we progressed since last season? So it's like, you know, we look at it, and we'll start with you, Jack. Um, yeah, just just to simply answer that question, do you think uh, yes. like, from last season to this season, have we progressed or regressed?
4: Um, so, I don't think we've regressed. I mean, we're, we're clearly doing much better in the table. I do think performances have been a bit strange this season. Um, we've been winning points, but, you know, that's all part of becoming a better team. I don't think being a better team is necessarily like playing unbelievably good football. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we can all agree that, Last week against Burnley, they were the better team. But did they play amazing football? No, they didn't. They played better as a team with the sort of taking their chances winning goal. And we'd definitely be doing that better. So I wouldn't say we've been worse as a team. And we've been doing stuff the hard way, which is good. I like to see that because it shows that I think that's what we struggled to do last season. Yeah. Was we never did things the hard way. We were always, you know, playing pretty football. And that's fine, but it, it, it didn't get us anywhere. You know, there's so many games last season where we were just rubbish i think i don't know it's interesting to say we've regressed i think the squad's definitely got smaller it's a lot less bloated which i don't think is necessarily a bad thing you know players who were passengers in the squad like lacadia johambash uh sorry ryan um you know <laughs> they've gone um they they've <clears> moved <throat> on now so it is an interesting one i think you know as as the, the way we're playing we're doing good, but I think, and especially since January, I think losing Dan Byrne, losing Dan Ashworth, they were a big hit for the club, I think. Mm. And to put my full pessimist hat on, um, <laughs> which is, it does sometimes feel like everything's falling to pieces in these last <laughs> few weeks, with everybody leaving. Yeah. And then John the Morley as well. worked so hard Jesus. to do.
3: Like, yeah that, then that is really fishy like we should probably talk about as well that's proper fishy isn't it mm. the fact that it's suddenly been, it's yeah. been sacked he's been well, at the I know, club I know so long we could... yeah we we know it's come out yeah we, it's like, i think it's was covid wasn't it but he's been at the club so long yeah. and he's so well respected I, the club I, and then all of like a sudden that... he sacks for a covid breach
2: yeah uh, see I, I, to me it sounds very wishy-washy like a covid breach now mm. I, I get it people are still taking covid seriously i get that however from, let's say, what, uh, when did the sanctions get, um, when did the government stop the sanctions? Like, unless, unless, yeah, yeah I,
3: know you, I know what you're trying to get at, Maz, but un- unless this uh, incident happened during proper COVID times when all these sanctions mm. were properly in place still, which I, th- I know that they are, the I think people still have uh, their I, bubbles at the club.
2: Mm, I don't know. I just feel like, is it, I don't know, it's a tough one. I feel like, I think something else has happened and I feel like they've used this to cover up whatever's actually happened, because I don't know if you mm. if he's really this important to the football club. Over a, depending on how how serious the COVID breach was itself, I, I'm not like condoning you know if he'd I don't know something he done very serious in terms of COVID. But let's say let's say for example, I'm sure it wasn't. But let's say he wasn't wearing a mask, for example, right? That is not a, sort of a valid. <laughs> I, I want to know what was the actual like. Well, what did he actually do was, with regard to this I, COVID? Did I read? Um,
3: yeah, so, Jack might Jack might back me up here. Did I read something about a, it was a player that he was on the coach? So I think maybe a player yeah. that had COVID was on the bus or something like that, and obviously maybe right. he gets the blame for that.
4: To be to be fair though, before uh, before the, my legal representation here, uh, <laughs> before it is only reported in the mail and the club, the club haven't actually commented on it. So, the only person who's actually commented on it is the Daily Mail, which, of course, you know, is absolutely brilliant journalistic integrity. So, we don't but where know where that would come from, it surely. A bit, it's a bit odd. Yeah, with the they're, not, they're not sat in the, the
3: Daily Mail office go. with like the, uh, with this, they're not going to spin a wheel mm-hmm. and go, right, what's the headline today? So, Brighton John Morley, head of Academy. Or what's the, what's the yeah. thing? <laughs> oh, Covid. They're not, they're not like, going to make up that headline, surely. <laughs>
4: Yeah, no, it's it's a strange one. Um, I think especially with the with the idea that he might have been heading off to Newcastle. But I guess we'll have to see with that one. Uh, it's just a shame to lose him because all the good youth players that have come through uh, recently have all been due to John Morling's, you know, work. You know, Emerson, yeah. Ferguson, Moran, all great players who have come through the John Morling Academy Gates. Alzate, mm-hmm. you know Aaron Connolly. Before you know, he, he's still a, still our player. Yeah, no, So I, uh, I, did, I was thinking,
3: I was going to uh, say it then.
4: Um Yeah, don't forget Aaron Connolly. Uh, yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's, it's disappointing.
3: Another technical difficulty. Um, this time, Maz's fault again. But yeah, I think it's just the East London struggling right now with the internet. Uh, we were just talking about John Morling and him, him obviously randomly getting the sacks, reported by the Daily Mail, um, and being linked to Newcastle, which leads us on brilliantly to the preview of Newcastle. Um, I'm unfortunately going. We booked the one weekend where we're in the back of three losses and Newcastle winning four in a row. When's that ever going to happen again? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to it anymore. And Jack, you're going, aren't you, as well? What are your, yeah, I'm Are you I'm looking not forward to it as much as I am?
4: Uh, to be honest, Newcastle's a great night out. So you know, there's, there's that. Yeah, um, give I'm up on the Friday and then back on the Sunday, so I've got a whole weekend yeah, so, of enjoying. Uh, nice. Straight straight out of the office onto the uh, train up to uh, Newcastle. Not so that. if anybody sees me, they can see me in my gimpy office attire. <laughs> we'll have to li- uh, we we'll have to link
3: <laughs> up in Newcastle, sure.
4: Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure we will. But uh, no, I'm I i do not know. I I think somewhere where we traditionally do quite well, though they're in a different vein of form. Ooh, yeah. and I probably cursed it by saying that but um, you know it it you've got to just move on from all these defeats each time you do it and I think that might have been the problem with the with the Burnley result is we really didn't seem to move on and I hope after the Villa result we move on with the Newcastle result it's got the extra edge because obviously Dan Burns coming back and I love the man Dan but, Burns you know, now, isn't it? there should be no sentimentality honestly no clapping him <laughs> you know for the, we can clap him at the beginning but no, like he's played well uh, until the final whistle and then we can clap him again but you know we, we need to start picking up a point here because I still think you know and this sounds very pessimistic but 33 points we still need a couple more wins to guarantee safety <laughs> God that <laughs> sounds really depressing but I think it's, it's true though. so it's I think true. we need to pick yeah, up a couple yeah, yeah. of these wins and you know, look we want to finish as high as possible let's get as many points as possible here not look below mm. us, so yeah, yeah. for sure, it's, and also' it's as well become an interesting one
2: and it, and imagine a month ago as well, we sat we sat here and were like, we go into it, uh, but Newcastle go into it in the form team, and we're the ones out of form, like a month ago, you wouldn't have thought that, mm. um so no, no. yeah, it, it's mad how like a month of football can change so drastically, um so yeah, it should be it should be an interesting, but I, I generally think, um <clears throat> we can like you know, man for man, we are better than Newcastle, however, as a team, they are playing better than us so it's just going to come down to it on the day can we come together as a unit and and beat newcastle that's going to be the big question i suppose
3: can basuma outplay joel Linton in and center midfield who whoever who would have thought that would have been a set of center midfield battle <laughs> yeah. like half a season ago, <laughs> no,
4: exactly well, joel Linton is looking fantastic the whole newcastle family you know it's interesting to see what you know just a couple of players can do to a team you know dan Burn coming in Bruno Guimaraes coming in, although he oh, he's probably actually pronounced really it. played and he looks, yeah, Guimaraes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I only know that because of FIFA, because there's the team that play in uh, Portugal. Uh, oh, yeah. Guimari. But but um, and then, you know, who else have they brought in? Kieran Trippier, although I don't think he'll be fit and available no. for the game. Um, so it's well, interesting, you know, I, it.
3: Wood usually loves a goal yeah, against us as well, which isn't good, and he hasn't really scored for Newcastle. So will we break his duck like no. we normally do with every single player that loves, loves breaking their ducks against us? Mm. Probably. Well, probably yeah, well exactly.
4: Yeah. This is this is this is what happens, isn't it, with Brighton for some bloody reason? Is you know the players break, the, you know, like Ronaldo scoring his first goal in twenty twenty two against us, <laughs> and you know it's, it, it just gets a bit silly. But you know it should be a good weekend up there, regardless of the result. But
3: I yeah, need we'll to, to be drunk enough to be, be able numbers. to get yeah, get through it. I think we we'll go out the Friday night and then be extremely hungover on the Saturday so we can forget about it and then do the exact same thing on Saturday night. Should be fun. Exactly. Um, let's do yeah. score predictions. I went to a
4: casino one. Oh, I was, I was going to say last time I went there, I went to a casino. And won fifty <laughs> quid. <It was laughs> like the greatest day of my life. I acted like an absolute 50, baller man. walking around the yeah, 50 quid on a roulette machine. And it was like I was walking around the club going, Look at all this money I have, you boys we're all getting breakfast in the hotel tomorrow and um, we didn't so that's fine but uh yeah yeah thinking of some point in the story i, yeah, I gotta go 1-1 one, one.
3: yeah okay I'll I'll be, yeah, yeah. One, i'll probably one, have to agree with that again i think i said 1-1 one, one last week as well but yeah probably 1-1 one, one as well Maz, what about you
2: mm. I, i'm i'm gonna go with a 2-1 win to Brighton, mate. We're gonna, we're gonna be, I'm oh, gonna ride really the, right. the, the 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 wave of positivity. We're gonna go two one win a- away from
3: home. Well, you are gonna do this at the beginning of the episode. Um, obviously this is Jack's third appearance on the podcast, isn't it? So obviously round of a round yeah. of applause, everyone. That's cool. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, like AM used to do, <clears throat> and like we promised, here is your hat trick ball, Jack. Oh, thank you Another very much. I'll just, shall, I just, shall I just pass that over to you? Yeah, yeah you I'll take that? it, yeah, right, There you go. go. There you go, i
4: pass it. There you go. Stand it there, mate. There you go. Oh wow, look oh. at you already. <laughs> How amazing. Look at it. In the vehicle. It's got loads of air though. Look at the amount of air in right? Yeah, it doesn't transfer. travel well, clearly. Yeah. yeah. And, wow, that's crazy. All the all the signatures are signed to they've changed to blue instead of black. Yeah.
0: And all different players as well.
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well deserved jack. well deserved
3: phone. mate <laughs> okay so thank you for listening and watching and viewing jack thank you again for coming on filling in for ryan he did tell me wow. to say one thing actually uh, he said he wanted one of one thing that he wanted me to say in the podcast he said potter out as well which is unlike ryan but he told me to say potter out for him <laughs> um, <so> yeah, jack, <laughs> thank you for <laughs> thank you for coming on uh, maz the delay he'll probably respond in about 10 seconds thank you for coming on as well um of course if you are watching on spotify and apple Please leave a lovely lovely review um hit the subscribe button as well on that little lovely pop up there you might see it and um we can shall you see you after newcastle what's that what the video you yeah subscribe? yeah man We're...
4: you can subscribe oh, on can spotify? you subscribe well no,
3: no no world. no 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 did i say no i think i said leave a review on spotify
4: <laughs> okay maybe no, i didn't do maybe i didn't
3: jack do <laughs> do that because you won't you'll be looking for days to try and find a subscribe button on spotify maybe one day yeah anyway do just
4: do it see if you can find one
3: If maybe me and Jack will see you in Newcastle, but if not, take care
4: and peace.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery.